So, hey, 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 Matt, what, what are we doing here? What, are we, are we in a different show today? No, we're here to record an episode of Ready, Set, Review. We are? I thought so. I don't, I don't think it's correct. What's he doing here? Who's that? Hey, guys, I, I think I'm lost. Uh, are, are, are you, are you here on the show now? Uh, this is a different show. We oh, are, this is a different show. We are in a brand new universe. Is this Earth? Is oh. this Earth Two? Ready, set, review. Oh, RSR Two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you reach your level of success, you are bound to have a, s- a spinoff. I, I <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> that level of that level of absolutely dozens and dozens of listeners. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So, uh, review presents. <laughs> I think I think you may have unplugged yourself. Come on, there we oh, go. There, there we go. go. Hey, now we can hear you. Motherfucker. Back in the saddle. Yeah, right. So we are back in the saddle. We are back, uh, back again. But we're not really back because we are back for the first time, for the only time, for the only time ever here for the premiere of our new. Why are you saying that like know. a ring announcer? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We can just edit this part out and post. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to the show, guys. Uh, it's not welcome back, even though you're probably recognize my stupid voice and Anthony's even <laughs> stupider voice. And you may, for our faithful listeners, recognize our uh, companion's voice today, um, Mr. Ed Ryan. And I would say normally that he is joining us, but actually... We're in a new universe. Yeah, we are in a shared universe. Quite literally. Know. Quite literally. We are back <laughs> yeah. in the studio. Man, it feels so good to be back. I it know. Feel, it's really amazing does. to be it, back it feels, in the studio. It, it feels so good to see things sort of slowly opening up, people being smart, people being safe, slowly doing things, letting businesses come back, being able to do it naturally, and slowly we will grow together, and we will grow stronger. Yeah. We grow strong. So, Ed, tell us why we're here today. Yeah. So, today is the first episode of a brand new, in continuity with uh, Ready, Set, Review podcast. <laughs> in continuity, that's right. Uh, it's called Canon Fodder, and that's, uh, right. that's one N, as you probably saw when you clicked on this link. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Canon Fodder. Uh, right. the, the inspiration for this... Was uh, oddly enough the Snyder Cut of, <laughs> yeah. of Justice League. A- a- after we have ripped yeah. and, and tore to shreds the idea of a Snyder Cut, here we are doing a podcast that was inspired by the Snyder Cut. Already cringeworthy, but let's Already. go with it. <laughs> and and uh, as soon as that was announced, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, I contacted these guys immediately <laughs> because it just inspired me to talk about like what is canon, what is continuity yeah. in this new world. Uh, yeah. You know, we've known for years about crossovers and spinoffs, but now we're going to have two versions of a movie and potentially right. movies sprouting off from one version to the other. We just forget this didn't even happen. So the, the most amazing irony about the fact that the Snyder Cut is coming out now and we're going to get her now as in 2021 and we're going to get two versions of this movie is the fact that even before they announced the Snyder Cut coming, the DCEU was already a clusterfuck of continuity questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it was. Yes, it was. So the, the inspiration for this, of course, uh, let's get our mission statement out there. Oh, right? yeah, so, go ahead. The mission statement for Canon Fodder is that we live in the era of the fan. Now, more than ever, our voices are heard, and we have a lot to say. 
With decades of continuity across all of our favorite fictional universes, this podcast is here to take you through what is, what isn't, what could have been, and what simply canon fodder. Fire. <laughs> Add your own intro music there. Yeah. No, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. As always, you know, not a, a, a typical, you know, podcast. You know, if you're coming here for something educational, uh, you probably want to tune us out. Uh, but if you're here to just take a little bit of a break and and not only learn a little bit, but have some fun along the way, um, you know. You know, stay with us here. What it will, will be educational. Yeah, I guess I guess it will. <laughs> it will be fantasy <laughs> educational. Sure in that <laughs> right. If you're into this kind of education, absurd knowledge that will in no way help you. In yeah, your exactly. Life. So it's to kind of it's good party talk. Yeah, and 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 to kind of break this down uh, further, you know, there's always been questions, right? You know, is the Matrix a sequel to the Terminator? Right? You know, are Blade Runner and aliens in the same universe? Right? You know, where does, where does Red Sonia fit into the Conan universe? Okay, so, wait. <laughs> One of those is not like the others. <laughs> no, but I just love how he said there's always been questions, and he opens with... Is Matrix a sequel to The Terminator, which is like the most obscure question? <laughs> I was going to say something along the lines of like, you know, the Star Wars uh, Shadows of the Empire is no longer canon with the, something a little bit more relatable. I mean, you is know. Matrix a sequel to you know could annotate or like point to a fact <laughs> I, I mean i guess you know like uh, it works i think oh whatever. god <laughs> man that's like that's like it's like saying like the ewoks like the descendants of the care bears well, like. and, and so of course uh we will get to that we will get to all of the no, different of um, some great different episodes and every single episode is going to be a different sort of shared universe we'll, we'll talk about star wars we'll talk about uh alien and predator and we'll talk about Terminator, we'll talk about all of these different continuities. Yeah. Uh, going through, talking about, you know, what breaks the <laughs> the continuum, what what makes things kind of break out of continuity, and what questions are still open, and even provide a few surprises, which I think that some people may or may not know about, uh, that, you know, some surprise guests and cameos of characters showed up in different movies in order to be able to create a universe. So when you're talking about, let's say, the Ghostbusters, is it appropriate to talk about Ghostbusters without talking about Casper, yep. the friendly ghost? So we'll get into that. Um, but today we're just kind of going to go over um, some of the different, you know, kind of theories behind this and some of the different ideas um, that are behind, you know, different shared universes and, and kind of where our inspiration came from. And being that we are in a shared universe, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> it's it is the most meta that we could possibly be. We're trying to be as meta as possible, so we are literally in a shared universe, talking about shared universes amongst media. Now, this isn't only going to be about movies. We are going to be talking about TV shows. We will be talking about um, comic books and books themselves, an actual novel series. So, when you're talking about things like Game of Thrones, right? When you have the the novels, which are completely different at the end um, than the show is, you know, where do they fit in, where do the histories of Westeros fit in into the continuity of both the show and the books, and yeah. we get a chance to talk about that you know, uh, obviously in future episodes which yeah. ones we like better, yeah, which ones we like better, what parts of, of the, yeah. the, the stories that yeah. we do and do not like, and the other thing we're going to touch a lot on, and this I think for me is going to be my favorite part to discuss is the the could have been, you know, yes so yeah, the, what could have so been, the, so the, mo the most 
most common example that we on Ready Set Review, at least Anthony and I, have referenced. 10,000 times over when we talk about the DCEU and the fact that Batman vs. Superman is literally the worst movie ever made. False. The Batman Batman vs. Superman was supposed to be Man of Steel 2. Yes, right? And like there are, especially within the comic book movie universe, there are countless examples of things that were supposed to be one way and ended up being another A way. And like way, those yeah. stories are just like those are some of the best stories yeah. just in that the in the movie entertainment universe because it's like just imagine like living through some of that shit, you know, like the way like what you have to deal with like as a creator, as a writer and a director with your idea and then to have like somebody else, normally a studio person, just be like, nah, fuck it, garbage, we're doing this instead. <laughs> like, but that doesn't make any sense, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's go yeah. sell more toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Star Wars, for instance. God. Oh, God. God, Rise of Skywalker was so bad. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, and I think we all agree that's not in continuity with yeah. the other movies. I mean, can we, make, can we make all of the sequel trilogy not canon? I mean, listen, as far as I'm concerned, if if, if uh, Rise of Skywalker, if Snyder Cut is getting an actual release, we can, do, we can raise up enough of a stink online to just negate the entire sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we wouldn't do an Abrams cut, because... We think he might actually be the problem. Yeah, he's, I think we're, we're pretty sure he's the problem. As brilliant as he is, he, he's good at setting things up. But he's he can, really, really yeah. good at lens flare. <laughs> oh, Although God. he didn't use that in Rise of Skywalker, which was a good he thing. actually didn't. No, he no. didn't. But he used like eight MacGuffins yeah. that just all. My Flops. favorite part of that movie is what he says when C-3PO is like, taking one last look at my friends. And it's like, motherfucker, you barely know these guys. <laughs> yeah. You don't even like, know them. <laughs> like, this is not your friends. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, but you know what? That was like, a great trailer moment. moment. It was a good trailer You know, moment. that's that's the thing. And I, you expect to see 3 po yeah. to die, and then he didn't. What terrible, terrible, terrible story right Yeah, now. there were multiple fake deaths in that movie. Yeah, he was yeah. very good at killing people. Just like DC is very good at announcing movies they will never make. So they... <laughs> So that road not traveled is oh, all over the DC extended universe. So, so let's talk about our some of our favorite what could have been uh, ideas and and just you know obviously a lot of these um, because oh. they are what could have been a lot of these are rumors and stories and things that you hear sort of around the campfire for lack of a better term. No, so. I'm going to start off with the best what could have been. Okay, go because on. this is this for me like you guys know how I love to let you guys know when I'm right about something and one thing that I have been, like, the most correct about when it comes to this shit was in, I want to say it was 2016, might have been when the announcement was made, maybe 2017. Okay. When Universal came out with their Monster Universe. Oh, the Monster Universe. And it was a whole thing where it was like, of course, of course, you know, uh, on the coattails of Marvel and their shared universe, they were going to take... Your classic uh, movie monsters, your Frankensteins, your werewolves, mummy, all this shit, yep. and make individual movies and put them into a shared universe at the end, which just, pause for a second, that's fucking stupid, just, <laughs> to, be, just to begin with, to combine okay. Dracula, like, in a, in a fucking- Have you ever so seen dumb. the movie Monster Squad? Yeah, it's so, terrible. Monster Squad is an amazing movie, you bite your tongue. <laughs> that movie was, like, literally my childhood. Yeah. Wolfman has Nards, Dude. and Wolfman has Nards. So, so when they, so when Universal <laughs> announced that they were making this monster universe, and it had some big names they attached, they did a photo shoot. They did a photo shoot, right? Never made movies. Tom Cruise, Javier yeah. Bardem, like yeah. some big names associated with it, and 
the moment I read the big spread, and it was either like Variety or Deadline about it, the moment I read about it, I said to both of you specifically, I sent you the link, I was like, this is going to fail spectacularly. <laughs> I was like, this so is hard. not even going to get off the ground. I was like, I guarantee it. Mark my fucking words. And then they made The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Yeah. It was unwatchable. Yeah. Like, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And then immediately announced yeah. that they were abandoning all other plans yeah. for a monster shared for a, universe. a monster movie universe. Like, immediately abandoned. So, you know, obviously people are taking a lot of cue from Marvel. Marvel creating the Marvel movie universe, right? And the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. And the success behind Marvel is the fact that the universe was connected like from day one yeah like they had their plans so far out and they and they go back to previous movies and yeah. little idiosyncratic moments that really bind the entire universe together and it makes the continuity great so that you can go back and if you actually watch it in the chronological order it's absolutely incredible um chronological so, chronological Chrono, 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 chronological. It's chronological. It's okay. In this universe, Logical. we can say it anyway. <laughs> no, so, um, so yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think, I think seeing a, a monster movie universe would have been really, really cool. But what? How would you do it? Like, what would it? Wouldn't it just be another superhero storyline? Well, like, well, have you seen that mummy? Because they no, do have no. Doctor Jekyll in it. Yes. Oh, yeah, Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, so, yes. Okay. So Russell Crowe Russell Crow Crow plays Doctor Jekyll. Jekyll. Okay. So they were kind of going off that Marvel format, like you were talking about. The idea is that okay. Doctor Jekyll was like studying all these weird phenomenon. Hence, he is the Nick Fury. He's gonna. Bring right. together the mummy, the Invisible Man. It's very League of Extraordinary. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. isn't that just League yeah. of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, somehow worse. Yeah, <laughs> something happened, about, which is yeah. saying a lot. Right, that movie was not good. About ten years ago, you know, all of Hollywood realized we need a comic book property. And if you didn't own a comic book property, and Universe only had tangential, you know, connections to Hulk and whatnot. Yep, right. They ended up just trying to figure out what in our library can we connect. You know, because Warner Brothers. Um, you know, had DC, and then you're also talking about like that, the Godzilla, uh, right. King, Kong King Kong universe yep. or something. So everyone was trying to make something because they realized that if, if they can have these tent poles that are connected that feed off each other every summer, right. they're going to make a lot of money. And it's, endless, it's an endless stream of revenue because, yeah, because you just like the way Marvel does it, yeah. just keeps you wanting more. It's like every, like, that's why Marvel made popular the post credit scene because, like, every time you ended a movie, you got the post credit scene, you're like, Oh fuck! What's yeah. coming next? Like I can't yeah. wait. And I think that's where they made their mistake, right? So instead of trying to create a new universe from scratch, they should have gone into the properties that they own, the movies that they had that were successful movies that were really good, and bring all of the characters into a single movie, yeah. right? And slowly, maybe you can do a one character here, one character there. It doesn't have to be a superhero movie to make it good and make it a cool shared universe. And yeah. that's some of the things that we're going to get a chance to talk about is is some of the shared universes that have nothing to do with fantasy. They have nothing to do with like sci-fi or action or anything like that. It just happens that maybe the same actor played the same character yeah. in two different movies and you may not even know about it, right? And in order to kind of connect 
those universes. So, Anthony, what is your favorite kind of what if universe? So, my my definite the the one that makes me the most curious is uh, Red Sonia, right? So, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> playing. Conan the Barbarian, who's not Conan the Barbarian, in the movie Red Sonja. Dude, he's wearing, like, the same fucking outfit. He literally is the same <laughs> character. He's the same actor. So. He plays it in the same way. Like, oh, it, it, it would be like... It, it, and and it, it did happen, and it also shouldn't have happened. It'd be like Sylvester Stallone playing a boxer in a different movie, <laughs> but not playing Rocky. <laughs> Have you ever seen Grudge Match? That was supposed to be a Rocky movie yep. as well. That was yep. supposed to be Spider Rico versus Rocky. And instead, they were like, all right, well, we're going to make it an original movie instead. Right. And bring in uh, Kim Basinger and, and a whole bunch of other people. And like, yeah, no, but like, I, I, think, I think that if you had like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character as Conan, which would have made sense following up to Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. Like, because he's becoming more friendly, and you know, it is becoming a little bit more, you know, kind of like little kitty, you know, and everything like that. And Red Sonia is such a great comic book story. It's so gritty. It's so it's just as dark as Conan. And you could have completely turned it around, and you could have made a movie recently within the last 15 years that could have been a sequel to that in that same universe with red sonia and with conan and and have them be like older established like yeah. you finally get a chance to see king conan and then right? have the and rock how awesome would have that in some yeah. way yeah have the rock in it of course just for some reason and it would have made millions <laughs> oh my god because the, the rock is in it the actual mummy universe with the scorpion king oh also. the scorpion and jet lee is like the the mummy whatever it was the mummy emperor or whatever it was oh, yeah, the, the, the third, dragon emperor the third mummy movie was so terrible the, yeah, the it, first it, mummy movie was not good. great yeah the second one was okay pretty good yeah. yeah like the second one has one of my favorite scenes haku um, machente yeah where it has the uh <laughs> um the guy with his little uh the magi or whatever oh right? yeah and they all show up on the hill you know like yeah. all, all dressed in black mind you in the middle of the fucking desert yeah. so, like, <laughs> just the hottest yeah, outfit just, ever like, the worst <laughs> outfit possible <laughs> all the horses were black too like yeah. this is a terrible just, idea just dying in the heat but it was just such a cool scene like when they all come like coming down the hill you know going into like the army of the dead it was great yeah but yeah. Then, yeah the third one with jet lee was yeah so so my de definitely my pick would have been would have been red sonia right what what could have been if that was actually conan we could have connected everything brought it all together and had an entire series of movies after it that could have been like it could have gotten away from the more PG element that they turned it into and gotten back into that gritty rated R element that they started with in Conan yeah. the Barbarian because yeah. wasn't because the, the second one was like PG thirteen yeah it was PG thirteen right? yeah. yeah yeah and it had it had Will Chamberlain it had yeah that was all Will Chamberlain Andre the Giant was like <laughs> one of the monsters in the movie and it was that the one with Brigitte Nielsen too. Or like, no, Bridget, Bridget so Nielsen she was she is was Red, Red Sonia. Oh, she yeah, was Red right. Sonia. So that's, right, that's, right, right. that's the whole thing. She she right. was Red Sonia, and uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was not Conan in Red Sonia. What was his name in the movie? I don't even remember. That's a good question. Let's go to the big board. <laughs> Conan. <laughs> and <what>? Conan. <laughs> it's spelled like Conan, but it's pronounced. There's a there's a little number over there. And while you go to the big board, you know, the Scorpion King movies reminds me of, it was a whole genre of, like, 
Calador. That was the yeah, Calador. There was a whole genre of these like terrible straight to DVD sequels. Yes. Back when like Blockbuster was oh, still a yeah. thing. Yeah. I worked there in their final years. Yeah. Oh man. Where you would have like legally blondes. Yeah. Or yes. I will always know what you did last summer. Yes. yes. Yep. And like there were like two to three Scorpion King sequels. Yes. I think there's Different, five. Yeah, they just yeah. kept I think on going. Five. Like yeah, all these things. And a lot of them were on Netflix. Yeah. Like yeah. you can watch a couple of them. Like some of them had Randy Couture like, in it. Yeah. Like, I feel, I feel like going. Kurt Angle yeah. was in one of them too. Like, yeah. He might have so been. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then like the same thing they did with like the American Pie. Did yeah. The yes. same thing. You know. Like, yes. So you had like the main movies like American Pie, American Pie Two, uh, Wedding, and then American Reunion. Yeah, um, but then there was all these other like spinoff ones of like Bandcamp and the one yep. with Mile Run. Yeah, yeah. Mile Run. Each one like, starred yeah. a different um, family member, of right? The Stifler yes. family, yes. like yes. his yeah. cousin or yeah. his yeah. brother, and yeah. they just kept on going through. Yeah. So yeah. and they were they were mostly like you know teenage sex films, but you yeah, know. they were totally like in the same vein of National Lampoon, but just not funny. Yeah, just but like, I think the they are yeah. going to be important to talk about in the future because they do have. A shared universe. Oh yeah, it's right? co- there's continuity. Yeah, there's definitely continuity sure. there. Yeah, so absolutely. So continuity. I think I think that would actually be a very funny and hilarious like kind of universe to dive into. Oh, yeah. And, and what else would we like to see from? And them? maybe they'll come around because you know nobody thought Tokyo Drift would become an important part of the fest. Oh my <laughs> god, it is it's such a key pivotal like. It seems like movie such now. a throwaway, and, and now it's uh. like. The, the connection between what's Fast uh, fast 6 and Fast 7, yeah, basically. Fast seven, yeah, like, yeah. It's, I yeah. Know. it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, because I, I, my, my one friend, my my buddy Parker, he like loves the Fast and the Furious, and he was like trying to convince us the one day. He's like, no, go back and give Tokyo Drift another watch. He's like, it's actually... And I'm I, like, know, I know a lot of people who are like, Tokyo Drift is, is the best one in the franchise. How, How is, is that kind of, possible? Well, you know what? Yeah. It kind of set up what we now think of as Fast and Furious. That was when it kind of got to like... That's true. It, it was a, like, I know we're talking about like oh like you don't need a fantasy element Fast and yeah. Furious is like a fantasy movie oh, <laughs> in yeah. terms of the physics Dude, involved in the car. Did you see the new one? <laughs> did you really? Did you see Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw is a superhero movie. Like yeah. it's so ridiculous. Yeah. You could tell me that they both like, have like Idris the Elba is serum in yeah, them. Yeah, and I would yeah, he's a, he's a superhero. He's a super soldier. Like oh, it's God. so ridiculous. And the trailer for the as of now unreleased Fast and the Furious where, yes, yeah. where it appears as though he uses a rusty chain from a bridge to jump a chasm with the car oh yeah oh, we all know he's not Who going knows? to die so somehow <laughs> somehow Vin Diesel is able to to fly Dude, have with you the ever, car have you ever seen the the how it should have ended uh, for I forget which Fast and Furious it is, but it's whatever it's whatever one where they um, they uh, skydive the cars out of the fucking airplane, right? And they oh, parachute yeah. the cars. So, yeah. <laughs> so first of all, ridiculous. But in the how it should have ended, it's great because when all the cars come out of the back of the aircraft carrier or whatever. They just like the parachutes break and they just all immediately <laughs> crash into like the fucking. They all just immediately die and just like. <laughs> Yeah, you'd need a lot of parachutes. Yeah. Very, very thick, heavy parachutes to so parachute stupid. a car. Or like in the A Team, didn't they do that with a tank in the A Team movie? Oh the my one, god, the one with the uh, yeah. that's a best yeah. scene. Dude, that that, that, that's yeah. such a great scene. Where it's like, it's like he goes, he goes, are they trying to shoot down the drones? And he goes, no, they're trying to fly that tank. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, so the A Team. Can we just touch on that for a minute here? I know there's no additional continuity. The A Team no. is <laughs> a highly underrated movie. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Yeah, if you want to laugh your butt off. Yeah, it's a comedy. <laughs> it's a comedy with some weird action thrown in. It's such a great movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about you, Ed? What do you think? What is what if you could uh, if you could have had one almost was what what would be your favorite? Superman lives. Oh, Superman <laughs> lives. <laughs> Which I know there was a I don't know if you ever With seen Nicholas the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah so of course, the uh, death of Superman lives. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so not only okay. that, but the originally there was talk. So of course, it would have been a Tim Burton movie. But originally there were talks of it having a cameo of Michael Keaton's Batman, which of oh. course you know him attending the funeral in some way, which would have been cool. Well, so so obviously Kevin Smith talks about that in yeah. the documentary, and it was actually supposed to take place in like Times Square, where Batman was going to show up on the screen, and that's the infamous line, the Kevin Smith, our our favorite Kevin Smith line, which is just just say, well, as he's talking about, just real wank stuff for fans, man, <laughs> just real wank stuff. And you got to imagine it, this and was, it really was at that time there was no shared universes. No, right? nothing. I mean, you know, the the closest thing we ever had to some sort of spinoff of a superhero movie was probably Supergirl. You know, yep. at, at that point, you know, because and that all that had was literally a poster. And she talks about Reed. her cousin. And yeah, then, of course, Clark. they had the same Jimmy Olsen. But, yes. but, yeah, but, they um, did have the same Jimmy But yeah, it was, you know, having some sort of shared universe or complex, which is something that, you know, growing up reading complex, that's just the way it is. You know, yeah. you know, death of the, death of the, uh, death yeah. of the family. Yeah. You know, Superman just appears out of nowhere at the UN <laughs> and saves the world <laughs> and then disappears again. And then he has the smallest why. cameo yeah. in Batman's comic. So then does that mean that Wild Wild West takes place in the same universe as Superman lives? Oh. <laughs> the giant oh. spider creature? <laughs> oh, maybe. It could be. Yeah, Superman lives. So there's, it, it, watching that documentary is so interesting because if you watch the documentary and everything that they talk about and then you go and you watch the movie Man of Steel yeah. there's so many things so that many they take things. from the original concept for that movie for yeah. Superman Lives and they put it into Man of Steel and it wasn't like the better stuff yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the stuff that you're like why is this here I and they, they're like yeah that's a great idea yeah, that's a great idea. Dude, like, like, <laughs> even like the suit he wears in Man of Steel is like very similar. Like when you finally yeah. get a chance to watch Superman Lives and see those uh, screen tests for the suit that Nick Cage is going to wear, even the suits are like strikingly similar. Yeah, because like, I don't think that Nicolas Cage was going to have the underwear on the outside of the suit. No, very no, he similar wasn't. to the yeah. Superman. And this was before it was ever was even it? broached. Right. In the comic, yeah. So this, yep. this would have been. Yeah. And this is great because we're coming right back around now to where we began. Just yeah. yeah. With yeah. With. With the Snyder Cut. By the way, um, I am a huge Superman fan. I, I I used to get in trouble back in kindergarten for wearing my Superman pajamas underneath my regular clothes. <laughs> <laughs> at my at my school, I could rip open my shirt and be Superman. So I'm a huge nice. Superman fan. But uh, it is 2020, and I just saw Justice League like, <laughs> for this podcast Smart. because of the Snyder Cut and everything else. And wow, and we, we can talk about that now. And just all the all the the twists and turns of the DC uh, universe. But one thing I do want to start off with talking about is how Man of Steel wasn't a bad movie. No, it, was, no. it, was, the it had a bad was, ending. The, the, the ending was yeah. bad. But what's interesting yeah. about Man of Steel is, so I, I walked out of it being like, okay, you know, there are real problems with it. But it's the only movie I've ever seen where it's gotten worse because of its sequel. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You 100%. walk out of that movie and you yeah. think, okay, this has problems. He obviously doesn't care about civilians. Um, and yeah. there's, a, yeah. there's some other issues. Yeah. But you walk out of that movie and you're like, all right, this is setting up something. This is building yeah. to something. Maybe this will go somewhere. I was I was optimistic about where it would go. And then you watch Batman versus Superman and you're like, oh, this is where they meant to go. Never mind. And that is oh. also one of like, so aside from the fact that Batman versus Superman is just Swiss cheesed with plot holes, like yep. it, 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 Batman versus Superman exists almost to like spite Man of Steel. Like, like there is nothing 
that happened in Man of Steel that directly influences Batman versus Superman. Like the, a little bit of the God stuff, but like no. that's literally there's, it. There's, yeah. there's no, like, there's no, there's no consistent themes between the yeah, two movies. It's almost like a completely new universe. The worst yeah. thing to happen to um, the Man of Steel universe, if you will, is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because yeah, of yeah. the success yep. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, oh, because, yeah. because it was very much since infancy when Man of Steel came out. Right. You know, like it, was, it, was, it was getting there, but it wasn't quite this juggernaut yet. But it became a juggernaut shortly after the release of Man of Steel. Right. So instead of Man of Steel being able to evolve in its own way, it just became a catch-up game. Yep. It became a Me Too yeah became a what can I do to yep, catch up to exactly, that. And so yeah. instead of giving him a second movie where you could have put a tiny like reference to like, you know, having right. Batman in Some it, small cameos. Like the way he was in Suicide Squad. Having him be in a smaller right. role would have been great. But right. yeah. to have to have them I mean the movie begins you know, it's all about like the uh, like like Bruce Wayne and like he's 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 kind of almost seen as the main character throughout much of the movie which yeah. is so yeah. strange because you yeah. don't it's know it's a him. Batman movie yeah. Batman versus Superman is Dude, a Batman Spider- movie it's not Spider-Man's a character in Civil War has more lines in the 30 minutes he's on screen yep. than Henry Cavill does in the entirety of Batman versus Superman and which is like his name's two and a half hour title. and it's a two and a half hour movie yeah even then in the director's yeah. cut yeah. and then we're supposed to care when Superman dies yeah and, uh, and, and, and all I don't. think about is we don't know him yeah. Nope. There you never see him as a hero. Clark. We never see Clark Kent. Yeah. Yeah. That's never. also true. And, 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 and it's it's so sad because you know the idea of Batman versus Superman, if you were to do it, is let's let's show both sides of those characters and let's kind of show how those characters are mirror images of each other. Right. Kind of show why they would disagree over these things. So show how you know Batman is who Bruce Wayne is. Right. That's that great line yep. from Batman Beyond, yep. where um, it, it's a great episode. Where he's talking, where he's talking to Terry McGinnis at the end of this, you know, very, very normal episode where very early '90s technology or late '90s technology, where somebody puts a chip in his head, mm-hmm. and and the, <laughs> and and the chip is having him hear voices because somebody's trying to take over right. uh, the Wayne Powers company, right? And so he he eventually, with the new Batman, figures it out, saves himself. It's one of the best episodes. And of then Batman and then midway yeah, through the episode, really midway through the episode, he gets committed in the whole deal. Yep. At the end, he's talking to Terry McGinnis, the Batman, and he's asking him, Bruce, how did you know that it wasn't just your head? You know, yeah. you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, 80 something yeah. years God, old, you've gotten hit so in great. the head a lot. Yeah. And he goes, because a voice kept on calling me Bruce. Yeah. And that's not what I call myself. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. The when best. I talk to myself, I call myself Batman. Yeah, and yeah you realize that he calls himself yeah. Batman. That's the best yeah. line. That is Batman. Yeah. Whereas Superman, he's Clark. Like, right. He would call himself Clark. Yeah. So that voice in his head. And, and we don't see any of that yeah. because. There is no Clark Kent. There's barely a Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like 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 yeah. Th- we don't see their differences. That's why Batman ends up with Catwoman. That's why Superman ends up with Lois Lane. Like, right. Like you can really draw all these parallels. It's not just about light and dark. You know, and the Snyder tried to make it all stupid and visual. Like it's it's about who they actually view themselves as, and to just and they get they get a little bit into that in Justice League. Tiny yeah. bit. Tiny bit. So I think that's the main problem with the whole universe is that they don't get into like the personalities. It's really just a collection of scenes. Yeah. And some of those scenes are really cool scenes. Yeah, right? cool looking scenes. You know, they make for a great trailer, yeah. but they do not make for a great movie because there's no story behind it. So you don't care what happens to the characters like i just remember being so excited when superman died at the end of batman versus yeah. superman yeah because it was just it was like 
it, it was just like I was like finally something happened like right. like this is just like a ridiculous movie and it's even though you still yeah. don't feel anything no I didn't feel like it the only thing I like feel you, was, grati- like yeah, it was, it was gratitude character. because somebody died and I just wanted the movie yeah. to die well, well first off you know you already know there's gonna be a Justice League right and you already know that Superman had right. died so yeah. and it's like why and, and even just like again like why he's got the fucking kryptonite spear just first of all they had already established the fact that Wonder Woman's sword could cut Doomsday into pieces. Why is Superman like, nope, gotta sacrifice myself by flying into you with this kryptonite spear? Why can't he just give it to Wonder Woman? There's no brain yeah, power behind no, any of it. No. And, uh, and like, like, so you mentioned Batman no. or whatever, and like, not really. Batman essentially, and like, like not understanding his motives. In Batman versus Superman, so Batman is like probably the best part of that movie, which is not saying a lot, but. In that movie, he's basically just like a racist. He basically oh, doesn't yeah. really, really give any reason for disliking Superman, other than the fact that he's like supremely powerful. It's like you know the classic, what if he turns that power on us? But like, yeah. but I understand. Like, so you can understand the logic of what if Superman turns on us. But from what we had been shown in both movies up until that point, there was literally zero indication that that would ever happen yeah. so it really just makes him come off as like a fucking racist <laughs> also he's the whole time sure. he's he's played by lex Luthor, and yeah he is which is he is uh, not the world's greatest detective in that uh, movie he is one of the worst detectives. <laughs> he's the world's worst detective about and alfred the is the only yeah. he is the real detective behind the everybody. way this world is set up this identity of clark kent is not well hidden yeah uh, there is no because Superman has a well-known relationship with Lois Lane, and shortly after yeah. the world is is introduced to Superman, a new reporter who is dating Lois Lane gets introduced. <laughs> yeah. A good detective or a marginal detective would have figured it out. <laughs> like if he would have known right off the bat that Superman is Clark Kent. If he would, yeah. if he would have been shown as being this great detective, it would have worked. So I, I don't want to get caught up too much in uh, in just DC movies, but yeah, I mean, I, I but I, they're so bad. I know they're so bad. <laughs> they're so but bad. so here's here's the, the the one question that I want to kind of answer for you guys. Now we know that the Snyder cut is coming out, right? Yes. We know that the Richard Donner cut has come out. Now, in my opinion, uh, Superman Returns, right, with Brandon Ruth, in my opinion would be a sequel to the Richard Donner cut. It is, yeah. And whereas Superman 3 and Superman 4 would be a sequel to Superman 2. And yeah. would be a, super, yeah. a sequel to the original yeah. theatrical, theatrical cut yeah. of Superman 2. Right. So if the Snyder cut comes out, now potentially they're not... Now I know Henry Cavill has, has talked about you know coming back and, and being... Superman as like almost like the way that the Incredible Hulk is used in the Marvel movies right. he's going to come in which is perfect I think yeah. that's the best way to use right. Superman um, but which one do we generate continuity from like well, do we do we use yeah. the original Justice League or if the Snyder cut is bad are they going to just are they going to just like say that the the theatrical version is not canon so here so here's here's why I think it's not going to make a difference either way because from everything that I've been able to glean from what's happening in the Snyder cut even if all, all of these proposed changes that he's talked about, so the way Superman comes back to life and the appearance of Darkseid, right? None of that will fundamentally change the linear story of a foreign 
force coming right. to destroy the Earth. So even if even if you literally just swap out Dark Side, I'm sorry, Steppenwolf for Dark Side, because the plot of Justice League, the reason why it's better than Batman versus Superman, even though it's comically bad, is that it doesn't have any of the plot holes that Batman vs. Superman has. It's a completely linear story, and it's a ridiculous story. It's about a stupid story. It's a stupid story, but it's completely yeah. linear, so it's like nearly impossible to have plot holes in. So even if you change the way Superman comes back, and you do more of a classic uh, return of Superman thing, and maybe introduce a couple of new characters, whatever, you're still not fundamentally changing the, the dark side-esque world ending event from happening, even if you change a lot yeah. of those in between pieces yeah you so, still get the justice league together the unite the seven or whatever the yeah. fuck their tagline and there was only six <laughs> they, they, said, they said they were seriously they, they was, said unite the seven but there was only six so i don't know if, the green lantern was never in it i don't right. know if this is retconning via social media but apparently it was supposed to be the seven seas that's why it's shown with aquaman unite the seven seas <laughs> so um, stupid <laughs> No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is cannon fodder. I can't wait to see how bad this movie is. That is not real. So wait, so I didn't get to answer my um, which universe I would have, because I have a good one for this, and you're both talking about yellow. I thought you said money. Uh, you, mommy. you said the, the, the monster universe. You said the you monster went, universe. You went first. You went first. No, it was which, I thought the question was which universe Don't did you want to see. Don't retcon this conversation. You're making, uh, <laughs> earlier in our episode, don't listen to that. That wasn't canon. This is going to be canon. This is now canon. Unfortunately, the first 20 minutes of this episode are not within canon. <laughs> they are not within canon. <laughs> we are now in Earth One. <laughs> this is a new universe. Yeah. So, I would love for them to do, I mean, they're not going to do it now, but at the time, if they had built off of the Tom Jane Punisher mm. movie and made that into some sort of additional universe, because, like, okay, John Bernthal obviously is, like, the best Punisher. However, at the time, Tom Jane's Punisher movie. That movie was great. Especially yeah. the yeah. director's cut was Fucking phenomenal! It was yeah. like the best, one of the best stuff that Marvel Super put out. Super rewatchable. Yeah, like, so rewatchable. Like really, really good. I mean, I, I like how awesome would it be if we saw in the Marvel movie universe Tom Jane come in and actually reprise yeah, do the some role multiverse of, shit, man. Yeah, like, and then all of a sudden, because they course. did, they did Punisher Warzone right yeah. after it, and that movie was not. great. That movie was terrible. It was not great, and you know, not anyone's fault maybe aside from the director and story writer but i mean it just wasn't really that great of a movie it wasn't as good as the tom jane which is why they didn't have any other sequels was that it. even released in theaters is that another one of those like yeah. legally no, blondes but so tom jane that's another thing tom jane was supposed to be in that movie it was yeah, supposed to be a direct sequel yeah. Yeah. and he like took one look at the script and like what they were doing and the director changed and he was like no yeah this no thanks garbage yeah, yeah, yeah he was like no yeah. thanks yeah. <laughs> so let's get away from comic book movies and let's go into like some other other, um, you know, theories behind different shared universes, because there's a couple of interesting theories out there on the uh, the internet right now from some classic TV shows. Um, the, the, the two that I want to kind of highlight right now um, are Dallas and, and a key pivotal scene in Dallas in one of the seasons, um, and then obviously St. Elsewhere. Um, yeah. And some some different theories behind it, but um, yeah. So um, 
I mean, it, you know, there's Dallas obviously was in the late 70s and throughout the 80s. Dallas was the TV show that yeah. it was the Game of Thrones of its era. Yeah. Like there's, everyone there's no watched it. it. Yeah, yeah. less yeah. networks. Everybody yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah, everybody watched it. And and the the who shot Jr. was the biggest thing that everyone talked about. I still don't know who shot Jr. And they. Uh, it was the girl. It was like it was like one of the yeah. yeah I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so it was the girl. There's like many many women on that show. So um, anyway, so but in one of the seasons of Dallas, Patrick Duffy had left the show, right? And they essentially because he was trying to do more movies and he was trying to broaden his career as a as an actor and a performer. Um, and so they they took the show in a different direction, but then all of the sudden, at the end of the season, you see Patrick Duffy in the shower, and you realize that the whole season was just a dream. And you wake up and realize that, well, none of it really happened. Right. And then you go and go back to normal, and things it's go back. It's a great to, reset. The, yeah, and, but it, it was it also is a very clever because they were the first ones to do it too. But also, when you watch it now, though, it's kind of like because the way he comes in, he goes. I just had the strangest dream. <laughs> it's like, I just had the strangest dream. Yeah, you're just like, what the fuck? There was there was another movie that uh, another show that did it as well. I I want to say that it was like the honeymooners or, or something like that, where like it's it's a man and his wife and they wake up in bed oh. and like it was after like a sequel. Newhart. Yeah, Newhart. Newhart. So that's what it was. So yeah, Bob yeah. Newhart yes, had correct. two yeah. shows. Yes, and in his first show, he was a uh, he was a psychiatrist. And and he was married to a uh, brunette, and then that, yep. that 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 plays because in the next show he was uh, out in the country, right? And he was running yep. like a bed and breakfast, and he was married to a blonde. Yep. And so th- after at the end of the second show, their final scene is he wakes up in bed with that brunette. With wife the brunette, <laughs> yeah, he wakes and up. He starts recounting because it's a comedy. The ridiculousness of yeah. the show. Like, yeah, all the characters were named Larry. There's these three guys and all this. Uh, <laughs> these yep. start and then he mentions his blonde wife and this whole joke. But yeah, so it completely gets rid of that. But and this is something we we are now talking about. By the way, how we think that Dallas and the New Heart Show should inspire certain series, like maybe the DC Extended Universe. <laughs> they should have a little bit more Dallas in them where they just pretend like certain things didn't happen. But yep. I think it's a great way to reset continuity and have fun with it. Well, look, and, and not to get back to, to comic book movies, but they're so relevant today. Um, in Iron Man 2, when Don Cheadle took over for Terrence Howard, <laughs> yep. right, as 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 um, Rhodes, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's me. I'm yeah, here. I'm, it's, it, yeah, it's me. I'm here. Let's move on. Yeah. Right? It's so yeah, and he's like, I'd like, what a great scene but then as soon as they did that scene bam you're like okay yeah. like yeah. whatever like you instantly uh-huh. forget about, about yeah. It. Yeah. because they called it out like you're you were okay with it, it right. and all of a sudden it was funny and it was a comedy bit and it wasn't a continuity hole because right. they address it and they even you know? di- and they even did it like favreau did it in like such a brilliant way from a direct from a director perspective because he made it like a grand entrance for roadie it's like you know colonel rhodes is here today and like the double doors open everybody yeah. looks and you start back, seeing him from and behind, you see him from first, behind yeah. and he walks up like even like just that little bit was like so so brilliant because it draws so much attention to it, and then Don Cheadle and just like classic. Yeah, it's me. I'm here. Let's move on with it. Like, yeah, I fucking love Don Cheadle. Yeah, great. Yeah, and so they could do something like that. That you know, it's just you know a few lines of dialogue, maybe one funny scene. Yeah, and then you can completely just and then you move on from there. Right. Like right? the next Indiana Jones should begin <laughs> with Indy in bed with someone. Yeah. Right. And then he wakes and up. And the Crystal Skull didn't happen. Yeah. And then he just recounts, and, and there was a 
I had a son. I had a son. I had a son. <laughs> and, and, and aliens. And he aliens. was swinging from vine to vine. <laughs> to, and then the monkeys started following him, and he became the leader of the monkeys that because so he <laughs> was swinging. <laughs> it's like when C-3PO becomes the leader of the Ewoks, you know? Yeah. They oh, view man. me as some kind of god. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. And, of course, we'll get into, you know, the whole Star Wars universe and is are the Ewok movies canon. You know, we'll have to we'll have the to Christmas talk about special. that. The Christmas special is the Christmas. What happened to Chewbacca's family? Where is Chewbacca's wife? <laughs> well, you know, the, it, what's funny is that they've been talking a lot about Life Day in like the new Disney continuity, which is the fake holiday that the holiday special was for. Like that, like there was um, like the holiday special. It was obviously Christmas. Yeah, but there was right. no Christ in a galaxy far, far away. Only because right. it was before Christ. It was. Way, way, way. Yeah, a long, long, a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. So the holiday that they're that they're celebrating is Life Day, and there's even a there's even a line in the Mandalorian where they mention like Life Day. Yeah, they have fully like adopted like Life Day. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess it is canon. Yeah. And that gave us Boba Fett. Boba well, Fett was well, we'll see. Right? We'll have to dive deeper into that in its own episode. And, and I can't wait to talk about the. We mentioned this before the the TGIF. Shared, yeah, the universe, yeah, man, like, the, dude, the family matters step by step. Yeah, boy meets world, full house, shared universe. Right. Teen Angel, don't forget Teen Angel, Teen guys. Angel. Yeah. What's Sabrina? Oh, Sabrina, the yeah. teenage witch. No, no. So, so Sabrina, the teenage witch, was such a cultural force, as, right. we, right. as we all know. <laughs> it inspired, like, at one point, TGIF was like all mystical shows. Yes, and like I they're all that. so there was yeah, like Teen like, Angel, where like where like this kid's best friend died but he was now a guardian angel and his right. guardian angel i think there was like a genie one where it was all it was all about these like mixed unorthodox families yeah. where like the teenager had some like weird magical sidekick yeah that's right because i remember the episode of sabrina of of boy meets world right yeah. that sabrina the teenage yep. witch was on it was yeah. basically like the yeah. cw before the cw was yeah. a thing. It, was like, <laughs> it was like the halloween it was one of the halloween episodes after uh, Sean and his brother, who had come back, it's they, a huge continuity. Yeah, they moved all in, the hunter. Yeah, family. the, the hunter, hunter family, family yeah. is like because <laughs> earlier this year, when uh, on Disney Plus, they have the entire Boy Meets World. So I, I, I you know, sort of marathon the whole thing, yeah. and there's huge plot holes. <laughs> like the whole thing, like, <laughs> none of it really makes sense. And like, yeah, especially with Sean. But it's the whole the whole hunter side. That's everything. It doesn't make sense. Or the fact that like, <laughs> like. like Corey, Corey's little sister just disappears for like a season and a half or two seasons. Yeah, I know, right? She just it doesn't have, and then all of a sudden she just shows up at the end of an yeah. episode, and she's like, "Man, that was the longest nap I ever took upstairs." <laughs> yeah. What, so, and that joke is she comes down the stairs yep. because there's yeah, a yeah. famous example, Happy Days. Happy Days. Yep. The first few episodes of Happy Days, um, there was an older brother in the Cunningham family, Richie Cunningham. And he was right. Ron Howard's character, right? Older brother, and he—the reason he was gotten rid of is because there was no character development. Literally, he would walk into a scene, he would just be—he was a basketball player. That's all you know about him because he was always wearing just dribbling a basketball. And and so one day he just went up the stairs, and that was it. That was, that it. was <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, that stuff is the best. When people just like when characters just poof. 
disappear. Yeah. Never to be heard from again. <laughs> so the other one that's interesting to me, and, and, and Ed, if you could shed some light on this, is the St. Elsewhere. Yes. Right? So there's a huge kind of, like, entire web of shows that are tied into... Seen elsewhere. So, yeah. so, you know, kind of talk about that. I had never even heard of this show. Until yeah, you mentioned I, it. I, yeah, I had heard about Seen Elsewhere, and I remember it very vividly from when I was a kid. I never watched the show, but I do remember it being one of the first shows that had a very prominent character who was special needs. Right. So, right. And so, and he was the main character of the show, and it was, or one of the main characters of the show, and it was the first time that you had ever seen anything like that. Right. So, so basically, what happened is that, and we'll include in either the notes or maybe the Instagram for this show, we'll have a link to this map that uh, has, has been online for a while now. It's called the Tommy Westfall Universe. Right. So what happened is that there was a kid, uh, an autistic kid, Tommy Westfall, who was a character within the show. And the final... Was he autistic or did he have Down syndrome? I, be- I believe he was autistic. Okay. And, and at the end of the show, uh, he is seen looking into a snow globe that mm-hmm. has the hospital that... I've seen elsewhere that building and what it implies is that everything you've been seeing you know like kind of fades out of you know like you know is like that building is the building that the story has been told for all these seasons that everything that happened on the show was in his mind yeah. it was like he had dreamed it or he had thought of it what, whatever it might be he's a very in- introverted um, kid so the only problem with that is so it's a fun little gimmicky ending is that that show crossed over with other shows a lot of other shows which crossed over with other shows yeah and you're talking about like homicide life on the street, Law and Order. Yeah, <laughs> Law and Order technically had crossed over with The Simpsons. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Detective Munch is in all of these shows. Yeah. So uh, you get into this world where just about all of modern TV from like 1980 on <laughs> has and in some way come from this kid's snow globe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's and it's a cool thing to talk about too because then you, you can talk about, you know, okay, what is connected to The Simpsons because there's been episodes of Family Guy yeah. that has had The Simpsons in it. There's been episodes of South Park that have had The Simpsons in it. There's been episodes of The Simpsons that have had real life characters. I was, I was, in it. I was just gonna say, technically, The Simpsons is real life because there are so many people that have played like themselves, themselves. On, oh, yeah. you know, like the one Simpsons. of my favorite episodes is the episode that Bret Hart buys uh, <laughs> Mr. Burns's house because Mr. Burns goes bankrupt, so Bret Hart comes yeah. in, and the screaming Sheik lives next door. <laughs> the screaming, yeah, who's. Who knows like, what character that is? Yeah, but like, but Bret Hart plays Bret Hart in, so in the Simpsons. No, it was the, great. The Simpsons does have a lot of celebrity cameos, but their characters have four fingers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but so technically, so they're Earth four. Right. Correct. So not canon because so it because, wouldn't be canon to other stories. And here's what's great is um, they have drawn God before on the Simpsons. Oh. And God has five fingers. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Because God is, according to them, God is real. And yeah. Remember when, they, remember when they revealed God in South Park and he's like that weird, like, Tyrannosaurus. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like anteater mix, like, thing. It was so fucking weird. I, I like it when there's the one episode where everyone dies and then they go to, like, heaven and they're like, oh, sorry. Um, the, the one guy's like, wait, I was a Christian. How come yeah. I'm not getting into heaven? They're like, no, no, sorry. It was the Mormon. Yeah, the, the Mormon Mormons. religion was the correct one. Yes, the Mormon <laughs> religion. That was the correct one. <laughs> they were the correct one. It was, it was almost like, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, your God. final answer. Alex Trebek. Yeah, yeah, Alex Trebek. Uh, yeah. No, sorry. Uh, it was the Mormon 
religion. Yeah. That was the correct uh, one. Your wager was incorrect. Yeah. What is Joseph Smith? <laughs> so, so yeah, so it, it is really cool to kind of see, you know, some of these universes kind of connected, and we're going to get a chance to kind of talk about, like, wouldn't it be fun if they were to, let's say, in a modern day Law and Order episode to bring back a character from the 80s, right? Yeah. Like, how awesome would that be? How f- how much fun would that be to be able to see, you know, a character from, like, an early version of Law and Order bring to back, come back? Bring back Christopher Noth and have him play his character from Law and Order, but he's also the guy from Sex and the City, and then combine those universes. <laughs> well, you know, they did bring him back, Bam. right, for Criminal Intent. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, what, 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 what are there? 8,000 episodes of Law and Order? Yeah. Like, I can't, I've watched like 100 of them. I can't, like, you know. It's, <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's such an old 80s trope for those sitcoms, too, where they would always, like, throw these characters in and yeah. out. Like, Norm and out, visit yeah. whatever and, yep. and all that business. Yep. Wait. So, guys, we missed uh, a pivotal part of the podcast. Oh. Now, this is only two-thirds important today because one of our three hosts is being a giant... Uh, you can't see the symbol that I'm making. I'm going to be politically um, yeah, correct. Politically correct. But uh, he's not drinking. He's calling me a diamond. Yeah, he's not drinking. It's an upside down diamond, yeah. but it's still a diamond nonetheless. He's not drinking for the month of June because because reasons. I Anthony don't know has made why. a healthy choice <laughs> yeah. to stop drinking for a while because he thought he was drinking a little bit too much during quarantine. It's probably the best thing for his health and for <laughs> his sanity. However, Matt and I have made fun of him repeatedly, <laughs> nonstop, nonstop. <laughs> for the last, uh, I started this on June first, and my intent is to just go through June 30th. And all I wanted to do was just take 30 days and see, you know, hey, let me see if I can not drink for 30 days and just nonstop ridicule. We're, we're, try, we're trying to do our best. Always count on your friends. We're trying right. to do our best to, to make it hard on you. Yeah, trying to make it hard on yeah. you. Yeah, if, if, you really, if you really want to commit to this, you got to put up with all the bullshit. Oh, man, <laughs> listen, I, I think I've uh, done pretty well. I'm in day 20 and got, uh, got 10 more days to go. So You're welcome. So it's more of an achievement because we've ridiculed you. That's yeah. also true. And I do feel much more accomplished because of that. So the other part we want to bring to this podcast yes. is uh, alcohol. Now, yeah, as, everybody, as, everybody, as everybody knows, uh, we here, we, <laughs> Anthony and I at Ready, Set, Review, uh, rarely do a sober episode of the podcast because you don't want to hear us talk sober. It's more interesting when we're dude, half drunk. Dude, dude um, Ready, Set, Review is not canon. Oh, it's not canon no, anymore. No, it's I not canon. From the other universe. <laughs> so, um, so we decided that for this podcast, for Canon Fodder, we were also going to highlight what our drink of choice was for the uh, for the episode. It'll be different for each episode. And, Ed, you know more about what we're drinking right now, so please explain. Of course. So every episode we want to uh, support, we're in New Jersey, we want to yep. support local brewery, a local distillery, especially in these times where tap rooms and tasting rooms are being closed down. So Yep. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, you meant to say these uncertain times, these, uh, uncertain. these questionable, <laughs> un- uncertain, hmm. nor uh, just not normal times, yeah, all right. just strange times. All right, fuck it, move on. <laughs> so many of you may have heard that uh, Other Half Brewing is leading this initiative called All Together, where they released the recipe uh, for a beer. It's an IPA, six point five percent, and they released it online along with art, and they have given it to all these breweries. Uh, the money that's that's raised by this beer goes to help hospitality workers and and in a in a different uh, charity for, uh, for that. And what's really great about this is that breweries all across the country are making the same beer, and you can just look online for the for the recipe. So, for instance, um, now that uh, we're we're in quarantine, I've been having a Zoom game night with some friends. One in Indiana, one in Florida, one in California. All of us were drinking 
all together, but from different breweries. In fact, that's I went, awesome. I went, and I got this from two yeah, different Jersey really breweries. Cool thing to be able to do to compare. And so this one is from Red Tank Brewery, which is in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Red Tank uh, is special to this show because our own Matt. Uh, back in the before times. In the before the times. Before times. <laughs> <laughs> the not canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the before times are no longer canon. Yeah. Would host a trivia night there every Wednesday. I, I, unfortunately, I don't think that'll happen for a little bit, but you used to Yeah, for that. a little while. Yeah. It'll be it'll be back, uh, hopefully, but yes. I miss it. But this is, great, this is a great uh, this is a great this is a great pint of uh, an IPA. It's, it's great here to have this at the a shared universe. We'll we'll post a photo of this and, and like a link to the all together collaboration. But it's, it's really fun because. It's not something that you can have, especially since Other Half is a very famous brewery, especially in the craft world. They have lines around the block in Brooklyn yep. whenever they have releases. So yep. it's kind of fun that like their recipe can be uh, spread around. And uh, you know, I'm, I, I've been really bored in uh, in quarantine since uh, my my business hasn't been working. We I work in film and TV, and nobody's allowed on a set anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you figured, hey, let me give, let me give podcasting a try. <laughs> exactly. So I've been, I've been podcasting. I've been making quite a large garden, and I've been brewing and. Yeah. I'm going to fail miserably, probably, but I'm going to try to make this Which recipe. Which is the best way to learn <laughs> how to succeed. Right. There we yeah. go. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. so uh, shout out to uh, both Other Half and Red Tank for uh, the All Together. And I love the art on this can. It's very trippy and spacey. The color, yes, it's so cool. Do you think that the art on the can matches the flavor within the can? No. Can you not judge a can by its cover? It's yes, not, it's not but really not in a this psychedelic case. Psychedelic beer. No. Yeah, it's, it's good though. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's, it's you a pretty remember beer, right? I, I do, <laughs> I do. I, I did frequent once upon a time <laughs> in the before times. You fucking loser! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's been to AA is just screaming. I know, right? <laughs> just screaming <laughs> in their head. <laughs> oh man. So I guess we can we can also talk about like anybody who's you know so from for our next episode it's mm-hmm. going to be about um, my favorite of these like combined universes and really kind of one of the one of the first to really combine is going to be yeah. it's Alien Predator so excited and Blade Runner and uh, how they're all connected and with with a little sprinkling at the end of a little hit show known as Firefly. That's yep. right. That's yeah. right, baby. So, so we, we talk right. about how all these combined. Obviously, we all know Alien versus Predator, but there's a lot of connections b- between that universe. Yep. So, that, so that'll be our next episode. And so every week, we will have a different different universe will be explored. We'll, we'll yep. explore a different universe. But we'd love to hear from you about like what, what different universes, TV, film, novels even, that you would like to... Uh, to f- have us talk about it. yeah don't, and don't make us do too much work well and yeah i mean present present some evidence like if you said like if there is a maybe there was a cameo appearance you know one of the the things that usually speaks the loudest as long as it was the same actor playing the same character in two different shows that's going to help that connects yep. the universes yep. into into one and it makes it canon right so you know it, certainly we're not going to be able to know everything that's out there and everything that's happened so let us know i mean your favorite tv shows that got a chance to do do crossovers, right? Your favorite, your, your your favorite movies that maybe like had a one little you know reference or or you know something that was able to, to be a crossover. Let us know what your favorites are, um, and certainly we'll get a chance to, to kind of address them on the show. Yeah, and uh, by the time by the time the next show comes around, we'll have our usual rundown for you of where you can listen to the podcast because obviously our first episodes we post and shit everywhere but the first uh, episode of the podcast where you can listen to it our instagram page uh facebook whatever else we have going on we'll give you all those all those links all that information for you guys to go and follow listen subscribe like all that good stuff yeah 
but um, you know, so so definitely stay on top of it. Check us out. Let us know what you think. Let us know what shared universes you want us to talk about, and we'll get a chance to, to kind of talk about it and and sort of present the ev- uh, the evidence. Right? Does it make it canon? Is it not canon? Are there two tangential universes like the the Superman story that we just talked about because there was such a significant director's cut that was released as we are coming up against with the the Snyder cut? Um, you know, and uh, you know, especially with especially with some of the shows from from the the seventies and and early to to mid eighties. You know, obviously before our time. You know, we'd love to hear about you know any kind of connections or or funny things that happened with those. Right? You know, one of the the infamous um, you know uh, sort of things that people talk about is the hurricane episode of Golden Girls, yeah. and there was several shows on all at the same time, and they were they all had a hurricane episode, and they were all yep. showed on the same night. The, yep. That episode yes. was all shown. And of course, together. our older listeners can talk about Andy Griffith and yeah. Barry RFD. Yeah, we can just we can go all the way, up. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> and we can talk about you know which which universe, <laughs> and then of course we'll get a chance to do a little bit of what if as well. You know, what if these two universes were connected, or you know, what if they could have a cameo appearance, and and you know, getting a chance to see some of the different um, companies that are out there like Universal right now. What properties would you love to be able to see crossed over yeah. with each other? How funny would it be to see you know Fast and the Furious crossover with you know the Tom Cruise monster movies? <laughs> well, remember, <laughs> you know? Sony almost did do. I, I know I'm like almost restarting the conversation. Yeah. Twenty One Jump Street, and Men in Black. Remember? That? Oh yeah, oh, that's God. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's and then what? And then and then Twenty One Jump Street tied into the the TV series, but that yeah. Johnny Depp cameo. Exactly. Like, oh, that was so great. And apparently, in that same email dump, they were also toying with the idea of, oh, well, if this works, we could just own Ghostbusters. The next thing yeah. you know, you have, you know, the 21 whole, Jump Street yeah, the, Ghostbuster alien fighting. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and certainly... I'd be okay with that. The, there, are some, there are some great ones to do. I mean, we could talk about uh, the entire Highlander series and, and the, the Highlander movies. Uh, Robocop. Robocop. Robocop yeah. actually had a very, very good... TV show that was mm-hmm. in the 90s it didn't last very long it was cancelled because not a lot of people watched it but it was actually a really good cyberpunk TV show and it was Robocop now, you know and then there were also yeah. Robocop cartoons Robocop and everything ever cross over with Terminator am I because I know no, Terminator they had video so. games isn't that and a perfect yeah, isn't that a perfect crossover though it, it just seems it, like yeah. you know it would like Cyberdyne Systems yeah. first thing yeah, is course. a Robocop is Robocop yeah. right 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 like um um, yeah, the original Terminator was Robocop. Yeah, OCP, right? That was OCP, it. Yeah, so yeah. OCP, if if they were to like Waylon Utani, it becomes yeah. OCP. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Waylon. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, so so stay tuned. Let us know what you think. Let us know what movie universes or, or TV shows or books that you want us to kind of talk about and, and discuss reasons why something should or should not be canon. Um, you know, we're gonna try. And tackle one universe at a time and not kind of cross over as we did today and talk about everything. We'll keep it focused. That way, you know, for the, the people, um, if there is a specific thing that you're most interested in, it'll be easy to find and we can dedicate a whole episode to it. Yeah. Excellent. Fuck yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, you know, and we'll, we'll come up with like a cool sign off by the time we have our next episode. But yeah. for right now, thanks for listening. I'm Ed. I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony. And this this is Cannon Butter!
that wasn't that bad of a sign up. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. About an hour or two, you, you throw in the new intro music in yeah. and out. I think yep. we're good. Yeah, yeah it's it'll, it'll yeah, be it's about an hour for sure. Oh, I think it'll be fun to do like a. We like every episode. We like question the episode before. Like, was that episode canon? No, it's almost too little, too late because yeah, you've given us like, like two other movies of just mostly like Genesis is complete garbage. And uh, what was the one with Christian Bale called? Terminator. Oh, Terminator Salvation. Yeah, Salvation. which like, was like, also supposed to be a trilogy. Right. That exactly. was supposed to all be. Right. Yeah, all that was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. And they were all terrible. So it's like people that the, that liked um, Dar- uh, Dark Fate were like, it's almost like too little, too late because it's like just we've been wallowing in squalor for ten plus years now. Like, and you know, yeah. it's it's definitely the closest to Terminator Two. Right. You know, it's yeah. like it's definitely like. That's what they do so well. Is that like it really has a Terminator Two feel? Yep. Right. But like it's just it's just just doesn't I don't know it just doesn't I don't know exactly what it's missing but it's certainly missing something. <laughs> oh man! All right. That was awesome. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's good perfect. Job. Great. Yeah, great great first episode. We'll definitely have to get back in here and yeah. uh, do another one sooner yeah, we'll rather than later. We gotta like let's keep up with the momentum and let's yeah. let's stick with this. So okay. So so we'll definitely do. Uh, because I, I love this topic. Like, yeah. and it's just, there's so many, there's like infinite possibilities. And I love the fact that we.